Hey, are you looking for the perfect holiday gift or stocking stuffer? Then check out our new merchandise at youradvisorswillseeyounow.com. We have special items for students, faculty, and of course, those special student advisors in your life. Shop mugs, sweaters, hats, and so, so much more. Click on the link in the episode show notes below. Hey, everyone. We're going to talk about how to set goals for the new year and how to stick to them. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Kiki. And I'm Kemi. And you're listening to Your Advisors Will See You Now, a podcast that will help you to figure out all of your options for life after high school. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Your Advisors Will See You Now. This week, our relevant ramble topic, which is a small topic of our own deciding, is how to set goals for the new year or just in general and how to stick to them. And in particular today, we're going to discuss the SMART goal method. So SMART, S-M-A-R-T, SMART goal method. So let's get into what the acronym stands for and how you can use it appropriately and to keep yourself accountable to it. So Kiki, do you want to kick us off with the first um, part of the SMART goal being specific? Yes. So we're using an image from Indeed. We'll put it in the show notes as we always do. But for the first letter specific, it is make your goal specific and narrow for more effective planning. So just being so even being specific, for example, would be whether you want to work out or it's something academic or something career wise. So that way, you know how Mm -hmm. to stay on topic. The M in the SMART goal is measurable. So f- to, measure, to have it be measurable, you have to define what evidence will prove you're making progress and reevaluate when necessary. So that's a very important part. Yes, it is. So yeah, measurable. And then we have attainable, which is make sure you can reasonably accomplish your goal within a certain time frame. So this is also realistic, making it realistic for you and your life and lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And then the R is being relevant. Your goals should align with your values and your long-term objectives. So keeping it on course with whatever you're trying to do. So quick example is you're trying to eat better. Your focus is on your diet. So your focus isn't specifically on going to work on time. That has nothing to do with your diet. (laughs) So keep it relevant. Yes, and the T is time-based. So set a realistic, ambitious end date for task prioritization and motivation. Basically, all those words are saying, give yourself a time, an end date when you're making your goal. So if it's, you want to do it in a week from now, six months from now, a year from now, just basically giving yourself a time frame. So that is the mnemonic device, the acronym SMART. And Kemi and I are going to give examples. So I'll let Kemi start with the, the first example so we can also like make these smart goals or like the smart device relevant and giving real life examples. Mm-hmm. So one example is if you are a student right now, um, you're going to probably, by the time you listen to this, you could be starting your new semester. So what you can do is try to make sure that you're having, let's say your goal is academics. Okay. So to be specific, make your goal specific and narrow for more effective planning. So what that could look like is I want to raise my GPA. So set um, what you want your GPA to look like at the end of your semester. And that will be your specific goal, the specific to your goal. Being measurable, defining what evidence will prove you're making progress and reevaluating when necessary. So 
to make sure you're on track, make sure you're looking at your homework, your assignments, and all the grades that are you're producing over those weeks. What you also should be doing is at the beginning of the semester, you should also do a little bit of math and see if you're taking five classes, um, you should say, okay, well, I want to get three A's and two B pluses. So that way you're able to measure if you're going to reach those grades at the end of the semester. So that's a way to keep you in track and keep it measurable. Attainable. So making sure you can reasonably accomplish your goal within a certain time frame. So what that can look like is if you, let's say you want to, it's attainable. So let's say you don't want to sit there and say, I want to do five study group sessions. I want to make sure that all my work is handed in five days earlier. I need to meet with my professors every single day. It needs to be something that is attainable and doable and realistic for you. So focus on what your pain points are. So maybe you're a procrastinator. Um, so to make that attainable, make sure you have a planner so you know when to complete your work ahead of time and stay focused on that. Relevant. Your goals should align with your values and your long-term objectives. So this also plays into being relevant as well, right? So you want to make sure that your, your primary goal is to increase your grades. So keep it relevant in terms of if you know that you're terrible at writing papers, um, and that's your, one of your weak points, you need to focus on what's relevant to overcoming that goal. So that way you can overcome that goal, you'll be able to do well and get the grades that you need. Time-based. Set a specific, set a spe excuse me, set a realistic, ambitious end date to task prioritization and motivation. So time-based, you can set this up into looking at your grades every single month to see um, if your measurements are tracking towards your grade. And then your final date is the end of your semester to see if you're able to attain whether your goal was those three A's and two B's or your specific GPA. And Kiki, you want to hand us over with another one? Yes. So I'm changing it up on Kemi too, but I'm going to actually go over if you're like budgeting and financial goals. So I think a big thing, a big movement I've heard like with our gener generation is like debt, like being debt free, basically people having debt free journeys. So when you think about that, and I'm on one myself, so when you're thinking about specific goals, like what is your goal? So if you have credit card debt, student loan debt, maybe you have a car car debt, you know, what is it that you are wanting to pay down or pay off? Or maybe your goal financially is just to save money. So make it specific to whatever you're looking to do with your finances. Measurable. What is going to show you that you are making progress. So if it is a debt, a debt freedom journey, is your debt going down? Are, are your savings going up? So, you know, measure, me, being able to measure, and it's a little bit easier with finances because you can literally see what you're spending, what you're not spending on certain things. When you think about attainable goals for your financial journey, making sure that you can accomplish this and it's realistic for you. So if your goal, let's just say your credit card debt you want to pay off $15,000. Is it reasonable or realistic for you to pay off $15,000 in two months? Maybe it is. For most of us regular folks, I don't think so. So making it realistic, like giving yourself a time, you know, giving yourself um, a realistic frame to achieve this goal. And how can, how can you see that you are being realistic with yourself as well? Relevant. Your goals should align with your values and long-term objectives. So if it's financially thinking, thinking about like, why are you wanting to have a financial journey? Maybe you're trying to buy a house, maybe you're trying to buy a car, 
Maybe you are just wanting to have improve your credit score. Or like I mentioned at the beginning, you want to increase your savings. So make it realistic to what you actually are wanting to do for your goals down the line. So hopefully your financial journey is helping to improve. And then finally, time-based. So setting that end date. So back to what I was saying about realistic, maybe it's not realistic for you to pay off that much debt in a couple of months. So, you know, maybe it's going to take you two years to pay off that $15,000 and that's totally fine. Whatever works for you. I think the point that we're trying to emphasize and the point that smart goals make is that it has to be beneficial for you and your lifestyle and whatever journey that you're on too. So, because it's, it's you know, it's likely that if you kind of jump into things or you go cold turkey with something like go, you know, now I'm switching it to another thing, but like cold turkey, like I'm not going to eat meat anymore. You know, you, it may be overwhelming to do all that at one time, not impossible, but it could be overwhelming. And when you're overwhelmed, and I think this is true for all of us, we're maybe not as likely to complete the goals that we have set for ourselves because Kemi mentioned a word before discipline. You're not as disciplined when you're feeling overwhelmed possibly. So those are some of our examples. Yeah, I think what the SMART goals does is it provides a way for you to outline how, like, where to start, how to begin, and how to map out your journey versus, mm -hmm. you know, I think everybody goes into the new year of, I'm going to set a goal. Like, I'm just going to lose weight. It's like, okay, well, how's the how? How are you going to do it? So it provides, like, a doable framework for you, and you can make it more realistic and tailor it to yourself for how to keep yourself accountable. Um, mm -hmm. So that's why we wanted to talk about the SMART goals with this. And something else we wanted to branch off and talk about as well is how to stay motivated and accountable. Um, because, yeah, you, well, I'll go on a tangent on that afterwards. But little ways to stay <laughs> motivated and accountable uh, are maybe you want to create something like a vision board. I did that a couple years back, and I found that really helpful. And it's basically you can make one in Canva. You can make one at home by just cutting out pictures of magazines and it has your goals written on it and the pictures around it. So you can make sure you can see this every day when you leave your house to have a reminder of, okay, this is what I'm doing. These are why I'm trying to do these habits. This is why, this is what I'm trying to do, even though it's uncomfortable right now, but I want to achieve this goal. This is what's going to keep me motivated. And, um, Another thing that you can do is having an accountability partner. So someone who's always there working with you. Uh, Kiki, you want to kind of share your experience with your accountability partner that you have now? Mm -hmm. I would say that I have several. So I am, I have a fitness or like a personal trainer. She's a virtual personal trainer. So checking in with her, I do that every week. So that's helping me to see, to set my goals and see how I'm doing with my goals. I have a group of friends. We have a prayer call every Monday. We have shared with each other our financial goals. So like every, I think four weeks, we check in to see how we're doing with our goals. And then I'm working with somebody who is helping with, with my finances. So checking in with her and, you know, just, it, it, and it's, it's, it shouldn't be like, make you feel bad. Having an accountability, accountability partner should truly be to stay encouraged. So don't feel like if you, you know, it's time to share your you share your updates and you're like, I don't have any this week. That's fine. You just, that's this week. You have more days to accomplish that. But again, it's, it's for you to make sure that you're having someone encourage you through these goals, not for you to feel like you have to be, you know, sharing some, something with somebody. And it's like, I didn't do it this week. And you have to feel bad about that. That's not what it should be. So it's definitely been helpful for me, just staying motivated and feeling like I have a support system around me. Mm -hmm. And then something else that you can do in addition to affirmations is having a check-in with yourself once a week. 
So at, like once a week, at the end of the week, being realistic with yourself and say, did I really do, did I do my optimum this week towards my goal? Did, was I only able to, you know, do half of the things that I set out to accomplish? And then looking at it as, okay, well, what were the obstacles that were in the way? And you can use that to go into your following week. Because maybe you could just be real with yourself and say, I was lazy. So I didn't want to work out these past three days. So you're like, how am I going to overcome that in the following week? How can I set myself up for success in the following week? And those times, just be open with yourself. Be real with yourself. Because you're the one that is accomplishing the goal. And you're the one that has this dream or desire that you want to accomplish. And another thing that we can mention, because I know we're, we're actually still running up on the clock. Um, is staying disciplined. Now, the motivation and the accountability that we did mention is just one important piece of staying focused to your goal. Another part is being disciplined. And discipline is, in short, getting up and doing what you have to do every single day, whether you want to, whether you don't want to. And I think a real- realistic thing we have to come to terms is sometimes you don't want to do what you're supposed to be doing, <laughs> period. So being real with yourself, and just taking steps every day to do small steps towards your goal. It may be uncomfortable, but that is part of the process. Just keep pushing. Mm-hmm. And something I'll just end with too. We didn't mention we didn't mention this specifically. We did say vision board, but you want to write these things down. Mm-hmm. Can be mentioned, you know, checking in with yourself. Like, how are you going to know that you're tracking this stuff? So, you know, Excel trackers are a really big thing. Having a journal, just something you can write it down. So, like, write those goals down so that you can be tracking your progress throughout this journey. So that's something you definitely want to do, have it handy with you. Uh, and that can go along with your vision board as well. But hopefully, well, did you have anything else, Kemi, you wanted to share? No, I think that's mostly it. I think we're all in it to win it in the following year. We do this every single year, but I just want to re-harp mm-hmm. harp on what Kiki said before, you know, just because it's the beginning of the year and you, you, it doesn't have to start at the beginning of the year. You can start now. You right. can start tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You can start, you know, just get in there. It doesn't have to be right at the beginning of the year. And let's say your intention was to start at the beginning of the year and then you didn't do it the first month. Don't scrap the whole year. Okay. That's a lot of months. Just start the next month and start (laughs) again, you know, and get into it. You know, I think it's, it's worse to have regret looking backwards and saying Mm -hmm. like, man, if I would have just kept with this, I would have been here already, you know? So have that conversation with yourself and just keep pushing yourself forward. Even if this week you you weren't full max out on what you're supposed to do, you did half of it, that's still good. Encourage yourself. Keep pushing forward. You can do it. Um, Harping on this time, you know, find what works best for you. You know, some people need accountability partners. Some people need to write things down. Some people do diff- things differently. I know for like my personal workout journey, I found out what finally works for me after all these years. So <laughs> I, I do that now. So finding what works best for you and keep pushing, keep going, keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, and speaking of motivation, we do post motivational posts too. So follow our Instagram for that. If you want to take a look at that. But other than that, I think we are good. We are ending this year. We hope that this year has been a blessed full year for you. And if not, we pray for more for you in the following year and we'll see you in the next one. <laughs> I don't know how you want to end it, Kiki. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was going to say too, like if you, if you listen to this episode and you're like gung ho and you have some goals, I mean, we'd love to hear them, share them with us. Maybe Kemi and I will share some of our goals on Instagram or something like that. So we can all be in this together, like Kemi said. Mm-hmm. So yeah, email us, DM us on Instagram, TikTok us. I don't know if that's a thing, but yeah, we'd love to hear if you have anything. If you if you made it this far and you want to you know, share some things with us, let us know. 
Um, but yeah, hopefully this is really just great way to start the year. If you are feeling encouraged, we hope you know you can share that with some of your friends and your family as well and get them involved. And yeah, I think that's it. We usually say if you wanna if you wanna bless us, there's multiple ways to do that. It can be financially, it can be we have merch now, we selling stuff, y'all. If you want to share our inf- our information, we love all of that. So it's 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 a blessing to have listeners. So we we're thankful for that. But yeah, I think that's it. And we'll see you next time. We'll see you in the new year. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Hi, I'm Kiki. And I'm Kemi. And you're listening to Your Advisors Will See You Now, a podcast that will help you to figure out all of your options for life after high school.